Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority. Welcome, everyone, to our first edition of the Bees from the East podcast. It's your boy, Brett Swinney here, 
Alongside of me, some other NetSN personalities we got with us. We got the coach, Jeremy Hubbard. Welcome, Jeremy. Thank you, sir. We got Prince V83, Mr. Vincent Johnson. What's going on, Vince? <laughs> What's up? We got our intern, Claire, and her dad, one of the voices of NetSN, Keith Whitman. How's it going, y'all too? How's it going? Golden voice. That's me. And <laughs> last but certainly not least, it's the man... CM Corey Marshall. What's going on, Corey? What's going on? How much? Hashtag uh, we want Corey. <laughs> we're going to start that up this year again. <laughs> yes, we, we are. We've already talked about, about that today. Yes, sir. Uh, so <laughs> let's just talk about this, this show first off, uh, guys and ladies. Um, we're going to have this every week, uh, this podcast. You will be listening to this on Wednesday morning. Um, we'll go over this week's Friday, Thursday, Saturday, whatever games that we have this week the top 10 games of East Texas that we see fit to have our pick em contest from. So hopefully if you're listening to this and you haven't made your picks yet, go out there, uh, take our advice or not. You may want to go against us and uh, get your picks in, um, and we'll have a weekly winner each week, and we'll have a prize at the end of the season. Um, guys, uh, how excited are you to do some picks today? Uh, I'm ready. I'm excited to win. Yeah, I'm excited to win. You're looking at a new Pick'em Championship. Uh oh, and you're going to be uh, disappointed. Oh, wait, wait. Start with the smoke. I need to pull over my belt. And, and <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. back to back oh, Pick'em champ cute, here. Let you, your son. Let I, you I had him sweating a little bit last year. Don't worry. Uh, I had him sweating. No, Derek. Derek made me sweat a little bit on the uh, the uh, fan side, but uh, yeah, Vince was close there. For a while, yeah. I kind of like you know. Let's, let's in, like, Paul Walker said, "I almost had you." <laughs> uh, I, I tease you and let you kind of back in for a minute just so I could, you know, then I could just run away with it and just crush your dreams. Oh, okay. So. You, you know, I think week one picks are fun because you really have had a long time to be thinking about them. You don't really know. Mm-hmm. We think we know, but we don't know on some of these. Yeah, um, week one is always up in the yeah. air. So it, it's exciting, but it's also a little scary. Maybe if it yeah. doesn't go over well, we can just uh, get rid of this first episode <laughs> and go to week two, but <laughs> – uh, you know, uh, we'll see. But I hope you got my belt ready to hand over at the end of the show. I've already told you twice today, Brad. It's mine. Jeffrey you know, so. <laughs> said, I hope you got my belt. <laughs> All right. Already going, man. All right. So we got our uh, – let's start with game one, um, North Forney White House. Uh, guys, I'm going with White House. Um, they've got eight returning on both sides of the ball this season. I look for them to be pretty competitive in that district. I know they knocked off Texas High last year. Uh, I see them kind of going at it with Texas High for that district championship this year. And as hard as this is to pick, you know, the Chapel Hill boy picking White House, I just think that they're going to take care of North 40 in week one. What you guys got? You know, I'm going to go White, White House. House. Yeah, I'm going to go White House too, man. Sorry to cut you off. I, I think no, eight, the eight starters on both sides is a big deal. But I think more importantly, the, the jumps they made last year at times, while it may not have been just a huge jump, it was enough to see that in, in Westerberg's second year, that you should expect even bigger things with what they did going forward. And, and North Fournia team that was three and seven last year, uh, not you know they're not they're not going out and playing Allen or DeSoto this week. It's North Fournia, and uh, no offense to those guys, but I think White House probably gets the year off to a great start. Well, and, and White House having like you said, it's second year, and and <clears throat> just the the momentum that they have off of their first year un, under him and and coming into it. And of course, Bray, you, you're a Chapel Hill boy, and 
I may work at Jack Oil, but I'm a White House boy. You know, so he would. So it doesn't so, matter. If they were picking. They were playing Allen this week. Uh, Keith's got White House. Uh, yeah, I'm White House boy all the way through. <laughs> but you know, it it is. They have a momentum coming in, Ooh. and and uh, you know, so White House is just you know they they they're going to come in and and everything's going to be firing, and especially after their scrimmage last week and and putting those uh, those those touchdowns in on Lindale and having a good a good ending of their 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 scrimmage preseason, and uh, they're going to be firing on all cylinders. And they're going to take this one. Hey. Corey, what you got? Oh, oh is it me? Whose yeah, house? Corey. White House. I hate Uh-oh. saying it. I hate that. Oh, you. Corey. However, that I did mm. pick. I did pick White House over North Forty. I'm not going over these Texas school. Y'all know how I do. White House <laughs> over North Forty. <laughs> so White House. So you're also one of those. It's uh, it's White House versus Duncanville. You take White House. I'm taking East Texas, man. I, you know, I got to pick East Texas over, over the over the Masters. So, so, Jeremy, here, get ready for the excuses on, as the year goes on. You know, he's he's gonna be like, "Well, I picked them because they're they're East Texas." You know, but <laughs> I was I was gonna beg you to I'm, I'm gonna send you some games to put on the pick them for the next couple of weeks so we can get Corey out of the way pretty early. <laughs> yeah, we got to knock him out. But, yeah. But however, I still hold the upset meter. I'm I am very good at the upset meter. The upset, I'll let you well, know man, what, Corey, what are you upset? Listen, First and foremost, I'm not going to hold nobody, but let's just get this out the way. Corey (laughs) likes to pick one team, and he swears that that team is going to lose one game. Uh, He don't know when, but so every week he's going to say that that team is going to lose. Two years ago, so when it happens, it was like, oh, well, I told y'all it was going to happen. You waited nine weeks to tell us that. But it happened. You waited nine weeks. But it happened. You picked wrong nine weeks. So, so here's there's a story. Argyle uh, two years ago, Corey picked them like to lose four or five Every straight week. weeks. They finally yeah. lost, and then he said, "Oh, that was my upset pick." Well, you had picked them. Yeah. I mean, eventually they've got. Actually, lose. it wasn't four. It wasn't four or five straight it, weeks. Uh, this is what happened. They uh, had two close games. They had two happened? close games. Oh, here we go. Three, they had two close games two weeks in a row. And I said, there's a barely win theory. You cannot barely win against a good team or against a you decent team four weeks and win straight. the next week. And they <laughs> lost. Wrong. So it's That's not a what theory. happened. Blonde squirrel finds a note every once in a while, Corey. Not a theory. Oh. Man. It's okay. Right. It's okay. It's, all right, guys. It's okay. We all got our picks in. Let's let intern uh, hey, Claire. Claire hadn't, intern Claire didn't get her pick yet. I'm sorry, Claire. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I did pick White House, but not because of their football team. My one of my really close friends, her name is Chloe. She's the head twirler for White House's twirl team, and so that is why I picked White House. Hey, hey that's as good whatever as whatever works. Reason is better than Corey. <laughs> blink, blink twice if Take- you were threatened. <laughs> take, take notes, Corey. Take notes. You're dropping dimes. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's At go. Our system two. is solid. Let's go to game two, and I think this one, <laughs> this is a big one right here. It's one of the biggest games. I know it's the biggest game on Thursday night in East Texas this this week. But uh, Timpson Beckfield, guys, um, I've only got one thing to say why I'm picking Timpson. Busting them boys. I know Corey is going to go there too. Uh, I just I don't see I, I know uh, we talked a little bit about Beckville. I know Jeremy, you, you could have a chance to to redeem yourself here with a Beckville pick. Um we talked about this on our poll show uh, last week, but I just don't see Beckville just doesn't have Terry Bussey, and that's why Timpson knocks off Beckville. I'm gonna go ahead and double down and I'm gonna tell you that North Forney is gonna lose by less points than Beckville's gonna lose on Thursday night. Um 
you know, it's not just Bussy, but it's we talk. It's Howard. I mean, it's 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 two. You legitimately have two Division One players at that level, and Bakeville has has some guys, right? I mean, they, they they're not a, they're not a team that's going to go three and seven. They're not going to go four and six. But we're talking about a whole. We talked about this on the poll show. I'm not going to get into it again. Terry Bussey is a Power Five, SEC, Big Twelve, Big Ten, Division One player, and you just you can't stop that unless you have it yourself. And I just don't see a way that that Bakeville wins the game. I, I'm, I took Timpson, and, and last year they beat him by 31. I think it's going to be – it may not be 31, but it's, North Point is going to lose by less than Beckville. I'll tell you that right now, Corey. I mean, I got Timpson. I don't I – I, I, you know what, man? Beckville is good. I hate that. I hate that because Beckville is really, really good. But, but man, Timpson got bussy, and – you watch highlights of Bussy, like we talked about on the show. We don't. I'm not trying to repeat it, but it's like a credit player. Like I don't know how you stop that. I don't know how you. I don't know how you you plan for that. Like he he just he even on busted plays, he's able to execute. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rolling with Timpson. I'll tell you, I just picked Timpson, and and I don't know much about either of these teams. I just picked Timpson because I know they're a good team, and I figured they would take it to Beckville. So um, I don't have a solid – their band's probably good, too. I don't know. Intern Claire could probably tell you. Um, so I picked Beckville for the sole reason of their two head drum majors um, I went to drum major camp with, and their, like, head head drum major was my line leader. And so being friends with Brennan, I just felt compelled to pick Beckville. I don't know how their band fo- – like, their football program is, but whatever. Intern Claire is going to kick all our behinds this week. This Man, year. if Beckville wins this game <laughs> – <laughs> We're gonna change all of our strategy, uh, strategy for picking games. Then, yes. Well, here's well, yeah. Listen, man, anytime you can listen, people don't know how hard band camp is. We'll let you know it is rough, and it is it is it is a rough time out there. It is hot, and you, it, it is especially the military band. It is rough. So, but if they, if she if she picks Beckville, I'm definitely going with Timson. However, I will say this: there is a there is a myth. I heard someone say that they they saw they saw Terry Bussey throw a pass to himself. Kid you not. I'm just I'm blind by the way. He threw the pass up and he caught it in the end zone by himself in the scrimmage. I'm just saying. Hmm. So I gotta go with Timson. So I could have had for the years. All right. Uh this next one, I'm gonna let uh I'm gonna let our, our coach lead off with this next one. Uh mm-hmm. we got Grapevine Faith versus Brook Hill. Uh coach, uh what I know you what what you're picking here. I, I surely, I, surely I know what you're picking. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty. I, I feel like Kirk Herb Street now when you're when he's calling a game and you can't make. It, I mean, of course oh, we gosh. know who I'm going to pick here. I, I like my job. Um, you know, it's. I mean, you know, I can't hide. I, I've said it about other schools. So I'm not going to hide from it on our end either. I mean, they they came to our place last year and just stuck it to us, and they stuck it to us pretty good. Uh, we they beat us by 40, and it was one of those things to where. Yeah. As things went poorly, they they continued to go poorly, and it just snowballed on us. And uh, you know, I, I know this: we're in a much better spot than we were a year ago. Um, you know, talent. You can say what you want about talent. I, I don't know, but we're. I think we're in a lot better shape than we were last year. I think we're more mentally prepared than we were last year at this point. And I think it's a credit to our kids and and what they've done. And uh, they got some speed, man. They've got two ten, you know, two sub ten seven, ten six guys. Uh, one of them plays quarterback. One of them plays receiver. And so. Uh, you have the the task of keeping the quarterback in the pocket, 
and you got to keep a receiver in front of you that that nobody on the field can catch. So uh, it'll be interesting. I think defensively we got a good game plan. Offensively, if we can execute and control the clock a little bit, then I think we have a shot to go in there and get the win. It's a, a school that's got us the last two times we've played, so we, we're trying to figure it out this week. All right. By the way, I'm don't feel bad picking against us. I, I kind of like no, it. Well, yeah, uh, no, I, and I, I, I pick, I, I pick Brook Hill, and mainly for <clears throat> reasons. And I, and I knew that they had, they had lost that one pretty bad last year against them, but um, mainly for for a payback purposes. Not only for the fact that Brook Hill, and this isn't to, to blow smoke, but it is Brook Hill's a, a good solid team. They've had winning seasons uh, over the last, I think, three or four, maybe more years, and uh, they came off that loss last year. Just had a great season. But I think they're looking for payback. They're looking to go into uh, into that that their home and uh, smoke them as well. Just just look like what happened to them last year. So I think it's a payback thing, and, and I think they are a solid team, and they'll go in there and, and show what they're made of and kind of give them the payback that that they deserve. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I with- kind of agree with uh, Whitman that it's it's a payback thing yeah. to me, and getting a chance to meet. You know, you guys and and the kids and stuff like that. Um, it added to my layer of confidence and what you guys are capable of doing. So um, that's that's really what it boiled down to me. I think that they're going to be looking for some payback because uh, that was one of the worst games y'all had last year. I think. Man, it's one it's of. honestly other than than some games with Dallas Christian. It's probably the worst loss I've yeah. been a part of. You in take seven the Dallas years Christian, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so so I, I right. felt like it would be one of those things that this is one of those games that's going to be a little bit personal, you know, yeah. well, I, you know, because you didn't play your best. So obviously you want to show yeah. your best the next time you see him. Well, when you get when you get beat two times a robot team, you know, it's it's kind of like you. It's one of those that you really pinpoint on your schedule. It's like, you know, we really want that payback. You know, um, we've mm-hmm. had I've covered some some games in the past with, with Chapel Hill and, you know, Kilgore was like that for a while. man. just like or Lindale, both. You know, like they just beat them every time, and it's like eventually it's going to turn around. Um, I think I like – No, I know Jeremy said the death of two kids, but, you know, two kids do a, as a team does not make. And I think mm-hmm. Brook Hill's overall team scheme and, and you know, they're willing to want to get the revenge. I'm, I'm going with Brook Hill too. I, I think uh, I think they get the revenge. They go, they go into their house hungry, and they come out with a win. They steal one on the road. Yeah. Corey, what you got? You didn't say nothing. Well, we know Corey's going to If he goes by his theory, we oh. know he's pick. You know what? Your theory. If, it, if an East Texas team faces a non-East Texas team, I go with the East Texas That's team. That's not a theory. That's just, that's just a that's, preference. That's CM the East Texas team number, faces a non-East Texas team. This is my preference. That's the way CM, however, however, the, number 122. I, it's not a theory. That's a preference. My, I'm picking the East Texas school over the non-East Texas school. It's a preference. Come on, now you gotta get it right. Now, what I'm saying is this: I'm picking Brook Hill. I gotta always chant BH, BH. You know, like CH, BH. But anyway, um, either way it goes, I I'm picking Brook Hill. Um, I, I'm I'm a component of payback, right? You you don't forget the last time the team smacked you, and you hope it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And and I'm a component of that. And and all week long, like I said, I tell the story all the time. You know, because Marlon, Sam used to play at SFA, and to, to get to the the, the, the semifinal, get to the finals, 
you know, the last time we played SFA, got Johnson Coliseum, this guy from SFA had his little jersey up and had SFA on it and beat us by a buzzer beater. And Coach Marlin had us hang all of those, you know, pictures on the wall. And it's like, you know, when, you, you, you know the opponent. You know, all you had to do was go and win the basketball game. So guess what? They circle back, play us again, beat them by like 20 points. And you know the last time you got smacked. You know what I'm saying? You know the last time you lost. You use that as motivation. So, hey, Brooke is coming up. I'm just going to watch it. Watch it. They're going to smack him. Tell me. Hey, I'm hyped up a little bit now. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, and, here, and here's the thing. Let's like, go. you're right, Corey. You know, we, we as coaches, we do use that as motivation for our kids. But I oh, think yeah. the great news for us is our kids have gotten to that point without us having to tell them. And to me, that says a lot about where we're going to be because to them it's personal. As coaches, it's personal, yeah. right? I mean, that's what, basically when, when we get beat by 40 as coaches, it, it, it's personal because now it looks like those grown men can do their job that much better than us grown men. So it's personal on, on a lot of different things, right? So, you know, we'll see. Uh, you know, we may be sitting here next week, and you guys may call me a liar, but I, I do feel confident that it's all those things are working together for us. All right, intern Claire, what do you got? Um, so I've never heard of Grapevine Faith, <laughs> and obviously I've heard of Brook Hill, so uh, I just went Brook Hill. <laughs> hey, that's all right there. There you go. H B H. All right. I know Mr. Steve, so I, I kind of <laughs> felt obligated to go Brook Hill. Okay. All right. Game four. Uh, Arp Joaquin. Um, guys, if I have a if I have one that I might consider uh, an upset pick of the week, this is the one I'm going with. Uh, Coach Minky and them Tigers. I think in year two he's going to turn some heads. Uh, they got a lot of talent coming back. Um, I know, but Joaquin beat them last year. But I'm looking for another uh, another revenge game here. I think Arp's going to knock off Joaquin. Maybe a maybe one of the shockers around here in this area. Um, at least at least for some people. To me, it's not. But I think I think it may shock some people. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm with you, Brett. I picked Arp, um, and mainly just because I know that Arp they're 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 a scrap team, and they're tough to beat. Um, and so I I, I picked them. Just because I not really as an upset, but I guess it is. Um, but to the extent that I've I've seen Art play, and I know uh, I know their heart, and I know how hard they can fight, and uh, mm -hmm. I think that they can they can pull this one out. And it is week one, you know. If it was later in the year, and uh, it was more solid, and you could see a little bit more, but first game, uh, you know, everybody just brings it all out, and I just think that Art is going to go in there and play their hearts out. You know, I brought this up on the, the show last week. Um, the one advantage, and, and I picked Joaquin to win the game, but I think that, that the one advantage our has is it is week one, as Keith mentioned, and you've had this whole time to prepare for that offense. We talked about that last week on the poll show. It's Joaquin is difficult to prepare for in a one-week situation. You've had a while to look at it. You know what they do. You've seen film. You've had a chance to put some more of that in through the summer, through the through fall camp and all those things. I still think Joaquin's better, and not that's not to knock Arp. I think Joaqu I told you guys this other night. I think Joaquin's a really good football team. I think they got a chance to, to make a little run, but um, I think Arp makes it closer. You know, last year I think it was a thirty-four point game, forty-eight to fourteen or something like that. I think Arp makes it closer. I think it's a more competitive game for all the reasons you guys are saying, and the fact that it's week one and they've had a chance to get ready for the offense a little bit. Um, I picked Joaquin. I sorry, Coach Minky. Um, 
I I just I see you know watching them play it's it's hard not to like uh Joaquin Same. so but I, I you know and, and you know we love Coach Minky uh but I'm sorry coach <laughs> that's all I can say I'm sorry <laughs> oh, wait my phone just, my phone just rang <laughs> hey, he's just like wait a minute they just I remember my... that Johnson kid from back in the day <laughs> they just our game coverage that week that we have a, oh I'm just kidding. <laughs> Vince, yeah. Vince basically just said road time. <laughs> no, I won't say that. I won't do that. All right, Corey, you got? Um, I'm going with ARP. I got to pick the ARP Tigers. Now, I'm going to tell you this, just piggyback on what Jeremy said. So there is no coach that celebrates more than the coach that had the prep that week. He had the scouting report and the prep that week and you actually get a win. There is no coach that celebrates more than that. So that one guy that had to break down the field and figure out a game plan and they get a win, he is on cloud 10 until Monday. promise you that. He's going to hold it down for a little while. He's going to hold all that composure down. When he gets home, he's going to celebrate. That's the best. That that is. And then if he's a Cowboy fan, the Cowboys initially win. He's just had the best weekend of his life. I promise you. But he's he can't go two for two. Cowboys not going that much anyway. Anyway, but – I'm going for Art. Um, I think I think they come out with the upset over Joaquin. Even though I pick Joaquin high, that is a good upset pick right there. I think Art's going to be a lot better than what people think they are. All right, intern Claire. Um, so I picked Art, but I mean, I. I go to troop with. Wow, you, I, that's. I, I'm yeah. sorry. That's like you know you can't you can't go back to school now. Like yeah, yeah. Are, like, our I mean, maroon is ruined. As long as you got a maroon tiger on, you can be. Nah, that ain't how they feel. Maroon, I think I don't know. Which is honestly kind of surprising. Um, I'm not that big a fan of core bands, but ARP is a core band, and I've got. Multiple friends as football players there and multiple band students there that I'm friends with. And so I kind of just felt the need to pick ARP, but um, I also don't know where Joaquin is. So Louisiana. Half of it's in Louisiana and half of it's in Texas. It just depends on where you are. You All right. Oh. All right, game game five. Uh, let's let's go with that one. Uh, we got Pleasant Grove, Brock. Mm. Um, this is kind of a as far as names go. These two two names that you you talk about that are powerhouses in Texas high school football, not from the same area at all. And, mm. and this is an interesting game. I like Pleasant Grove. There to me, and I've talked about this a little bit in our preseason show with them. I just think this is their year. Like they've got they bring them back seventeen starters, nine and, and eight. And they've got probably seven or eight D1 prospects on their team. And they're loaded this year. And we've talked about that other team in their region that's very good every year. But I just think Pleasant Grove this year is a team that's that's looking for to make a deep run and getting over that hump. And so they're starting off week one against Brock. I know Brock, you know, went to the state championship game last year. Um, but, you know, I think Pleasant Grove's just going to – Take care of them in week week one here, and uh, that's all I got on that one. What, what do you guys got? I, I have the same. I have Pleasant Grove, and mainly because they have the they have the athletes. Uh, we uh, Brett and I had a chance to go see them uh, in baseball playoffs last year, 
and uh, just the caliber of athlete that they have there at Pleasant Grove is just phenomenal. And the fact that they have so many players coming back um, is is just it's it's going to be fantastic. And I just yeah, I, I pick Pleasant Grove just for the ability that they have uh, on the field that they can bring. Uh, Pleasant Grove, I mean, Pleasant Grove is is stacked, man. They they tough. I, I there ain't there ain't no other reason. They they just tough to beat. Well, you know, Pleasant Grove went eleven and three last year. Uh, Brock went eleven and five. Of course, made it to the end. They started out zero and four. They got hot at the end. They go eleven and one in the year. They beat Whitesboro. They beat Malakoff. Two teams that we know are really good. They lost to Franklin by three. Uh, at the end, and uh, man, it's just hard to pick against them, but I, I'm going to. We'll go Pleasant Grove, uh, it, but if there's one, I'm probably the least, I don't want to say the least confident in, but this was a, kind of a hard one. If I'd have picked it today, I probably would have thought a little more about it than I did when I picked it originally, but <laughs> I'll go with Pleasant Grove. I think they're, with what you guys are saying, they got the guys and they got the studs, but both teams are going to be really talented. I think it's going to be a really close game. I think last year was 28-7. to 7. I bet Brock has some things figured out. You don't start 0-4, if everything's right, something wasn't right last year when it started, and so I think it'll be closer. But I think Pleasant Grove gets in. Okay. Okay. Uh, I picked Brock. You Whoa, were one of the eighteen really people that picked there Brock. There you go. Hey guys, is Brock dissenting? You know, and and I'm and I'm thinking is that an East Texas upset. team? That's that Ooh. up. That is that upset. Mm-mm. That is the upset. Mm-mm. No, I, I need you to answer Whitman's question. I need you to answer Whitman's question. Stop what you know, you're saying an and Texas answer Whitman's question. It is an East Texas team. <laughs> Brock is an East I, Texas I just, team? But I'm like, you know. Geography is hard. I just, I feel like that's that one upset that just happened, and then they're going to play in Pleasant Grove. So. He does think Centerville's in East Texas, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> And see, I don't know, man. I, I honestly, to be a, to be a thousand percent honest with you, I was supposed to pick Pleasant Grove, and I look back on my sheet and I'm like, why did I pick Brock? And <laughs> I was like, I couldn't change it, so I'm like, I'm just gonna live with the lie at this point. <laughs> like, I was supposed to pick Pleasant Grove, man. but I picked Brock. I'm, I'm just gonna make it sound like st- if I picked Pleasant. And I'm, I'm proud saying. that you stuck with it there. You got that that stick to itiveness that you just kept going, brother. It's not oh, I got you big thumbs too, Corey. I got big thumbs. Sometimes it happens, man. You just hit the wrong button. I get it. And I was, I was like, he was in a hurry. You know how many times I've called the wrong person? I've called the wrong person a lot. It happens. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, intern Claire, who you got? Um, I have Pleasant Grove because I know where that is. All right, it's in East Texas, uh, Corey. You know they don't, they don't ask how. They ask how many. I guess it doesn't really matter why you pick them. It yes, works. I guess exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, game six, uh, Jacksonville, Sulphur Springs. Um, I think this could be a this could be a really good game. I, I'm going with Sulphur Springs just because Jacksonville has been down. I know Coach Holman is doing a good job there, you know, but I just don't think they're quite there. Sulphur Springs this year, I think they're going to be a pretty pretty solid team. Um, and so I'm I'm going to go with Sulphur Springs in this one. Who you guys got? Well, I don't have that. Uh, this is, I, I think Jacksonville and, uh, there's, there's a couple of reasons. One, I, I really, you know, I never, uh, Jacksonville is a tough team, no matter how bad they are, <laughs> if that makes sense. 
Uh, but Jacksonville is always a tough team to play. I, I've never liked Sulphur Springs in the first place. Um, but uh, if this is going to be an upset pick, this is going to be my upset pick, I guess you can say. But Jacksonville is a tough team. They got, you know, that that legacy quarterback there uh, in Jacksonville that they breed, the McCowans over there. And, and uh, But they got they just got a good um, – a solid team and they're just, they're scrappy. They're just tough to play. And, uh, you know, they're in, uh, they're just, it's like I said, and, and it's going back to that first game of the season. Everybody's just gunning for somebody and why not the Wildcats and Sulphur, Sulphur Springs and just taking it to them. So my pick is, is Jacksonville on this one. Uh, I got Sulphur Springs. I think Jacksonville is a tough team to beat though. Uh, I actually got to watch Jacksonville play a little bit last year, and and I do like their their team. Uh, I just think Sulphur Springs is a little bit tougher, so um, nothing special there. Maybe you don't know this. I live in the Ville. I live in Jacksonville, um, and I they they're not going to get it done. Sulphur Springs is going to win the game. Um, you know they they do have some nice pieces. You mentioned the quarterback Brady McCown. Does a great mm-hmm. job. Um, I just, man, they just over the last few years have really struggled to put it together. I mean, it, it's been a rough stretch for them, and and I don't, for, from what I hear and what I see, I'm not sure that it's completely over yet. I hope it is. I, I know a lot of people that play for them and know some of the coaches there, and I hope they can figure it out. I just don't know if it's there yet, and I'm going to go with Silver Springs. Yeah. Okay. Corey? I – I think it's there. I pick them for the upset. Um, and I'm going to give Jacksonville their due. Um, it's two teams that, that I traditionally like in East Texas. Uh, Lufkin, I don't think they stay down very long. I told you about this with the show last year. I'm like, I just, you know, Lufkin, you know, they, when have they just been bad ever? You know, they just had a, a bad five or six year run. Maybe, you know, eventually they, they kind of kick it back up where Lufkin's Lufkin again. And, Jacksonville hadn't been Jacksonville in a long time. You know, that's just that's just call it what it is, call a spade a spade. But they were competitive to a point last year. And I just think injuries plagued them late late in the season. They're one of my picks to try to make to try to buy for the playoffs. I think, you know, this is what it is. Sometimes it just takes that one win to get you there. And and maybe this is that win that gets them there. I know it's a tough, 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 tough game to play. But maybe this is that one win that gets them. Maybe they put it all together for just one week, and this is that week. I always call it week one, W-E-A-K, one, week one. And so, and then, of course, there's no tape. So you have no tape on everybody at this point. You got scrimmages, but you know how to game plan. Coach Jim, you know how to mm-hmm. game plan. You're not going to show everything during the week. You're going to okay. run the same five plays over and over again in the yeah, scrimmage. Nothing. You know, and so, you know, you, hey, you waiting for everything to happen. And if you're a coach, you want this to, hey, I'm going to come out and compete. I'm going to get my best shot, everything, that first game, that first scrimmage, and see what my kids got. And I, I think they can I think they can do that. I think they can compete. All right. Intern Claire. All right. So here's my philosophy. Last year at FFA area competition, I got third, which means I didn't go to state. First and second go to state. So I'm thinking – I picked Jacksonville, by the way. I'm thinking if their football team wins, the person that was in job interview in FFA last year will lose, and I will make it to state. So that's why I picked Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. 
I like she put it. way too much thought into that one. Yep. Uh, that was, a, that, I like it. I, I like it. Not mad at it. Nope. Yeah. All right. Uh, game seven, uh, Hooks Harmony. Uh, guys, this is one of the little, little cool big games to start the season. I mean, no no uh, love lost between these two schools. Um, of course, we're, we don't have Kyle with us today, but um, the Hooks fans did not like him last year. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I, I'm going with my man Seahorn. The Seahorn connection, the brother Seahorns, I'm going with them this year. I think Harmony's on a mission to prove everybody that that last year wasn't a fluke, and I think they take care of Hooks in week one, so I'm going with Harmony in week one. You know, I'm going mm. to channel my inner Kyle here in okay. honor of KO. Harmony's going to win a game. You know, after our show last week, we talked about the polls, and I, I told you guys, Harmony's one of the teams I want to see prove it. Like, show us that what you did at the end of last year was for real, and it wasn't, you know, lightning in a bottle, so to speak. I was talking to some other people this week, I won't name names, and told them about this Harmony-Hooks game. And basically what I was told was, Hooks is overrated. They're really overrated. I'm going to go with Harmony. I would have picked Harmony anyway. I picked Harmony long for this week, in case you didn't see my picks went in. Um... I think Harmony's going to win this one. We talked about they need to win the first couple of games. They need to go two out of three at least to make us happy. They're going to get the first one out of the way Friday. I got Harmony. Um, I think they played each other pretty close last last year. Yes, 17-14 uh, in, yeah. in the regular season. Um, but, you know, I feel like I would – I feel like I'd be doing a disservice to Kyle if I picked Cooked. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that's what it boiled down to. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with harmony. Yeah, and I, I'm I picked harmony as well. You know, just mainly because I know they're a good football team, and uh, I think they're gonna take it away. <clears throat> Corey, give us your philosophy. Uh, you know, I I am picking harmony because of that guy from Boston. Boston Seahorn, got to pick Harmony. I, I'm rolling with them. Harmony, as you say, the hard eye. The hard eye. You got to pick Harmony. That's what I'm going with. Okay. All right, intern Claire. Um, <laughs> so I did pick Hooks um, because I know some people in Harmony's band program and the disrespect they like give, nope, the disrespect <laughs> they give to their uh, uh, drum majors and band directors, um, I do not roll with it. The disrespect. Um, yes. Disrespect. Yeah, and so I'm I'm very much for like um, treating people that are older with you just respect because respect is uh, earned and not just given out. So that is why I went with hooks. Okay. Okay. You know, I don't know how we're going to do in our football picks, but I feel much more prepared to wager on band competitions this year. Man, and I'm getting this insight now where I'm like, yeah. man, I must have missed out on a lot of drama. Cause, yeah. Cause, yeah. Right. She, you she believe what? in it, too. She does. She's serious. You, listen, I live with you it. You have no Trust idea. Me. You have no it's, idea. It's deep and it's real. 3A state marching contest. October 25th this year. Look, she got Queen dates. Stadium. I'll be there. I'm the drum major for She got hey, for, for hey she got receipts. So <laughs> she got receipts. If, if we're having like a band competition and y'all aren't putting troop at first 
for a 3A oh, state marching competition. Oh, we do a pick them for that. <laughs> I know. Don't try me. This is amazing. It's awesome. I love it. I've got to find a bookie that has odds on a competition. <laughs> Honestly, but bands are more predictable than than if you have a good band, like it's almost guaranteed. You yeah. know, there is is more tradition than anything in band. Like yeah, your your reputation precedes you. And it, it is what it is. You know, there ought to be, there ought to be every year, a, no matter what. There ought to be some kind of a rating for we, we should rate teams or schools based on how good their football and their bands are together. Like, who's the overall champion if you combine them? I, my money's probably on Alto first, or Atlanta, by the way, a team that I'm on. But those two, that'd be where I'd start. How about um, Chapel Hill's got a good band? I've never seen them. I'll tell you. I've never seen them. I don't know. I, Lindell's I don't band's know. always good as well. Lindell's band's good. I don't know. Henderson, Henderson's band used to be phenomenal. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. I know our junior Everybody high, our junior high won state in both things last year, Chapel Hill. Mm, yeah, so they've got some good okay. coming up too. So I know White House's band it was just huge back when I was in in uh, yeah. in high school. They were just massive. There's two hundred two hundred thirty people. They were they were over three hundred when I was in high school. So we have I mean, a new show now. idea. New show idea now. There, there we go. Yeah. All right. So all let's right. go. Let's get on to game eight here. Um, this is another one I thought that I really like uh, early. Oh, and it's, it's close. Uh, center, Tatum. Uh, like Robinson. <laughs> man, it is <laughs> neighbors. Yeah, I I got to talk to uh, our center guys, and I've also talked to Coach Meeks. Um, they've got a lot coming back on offense. So it, key for him was if they can plug some holes on the defensive side and stop some people, they're going to score a lot of points. Um, and I just the, the the running back Dixon is he's a beast. Uh, they've got the uh, cross kid at quarterback returning. Um, center's going to be a tough out against anyone this year. They're going to give Carthage uh, probably the best game in district by far. Um, in district, Jamie, give me a look like, you know, I was going to say the state. I said in I'll district. Let you, I'll, I'll let you finish. I'll let you, my bad. I, I Overreaction. <laughs> in district. Okay. So, but I'm going with center. I'm, I think they're going to knock Tatum off week one. Who you guys got? Yeah, I think that's who gets the win. It's it's gonna be a good game. You know, I I believe in you know two quality head coaches, uh, two guys that have that have been very successful around it wherever they've been. Center got a close win last year. I just think they're better. You know, I, I think that the one thing that Center has is even though they're always in the four A ranks, they've got amazing amount of numbers. I mean, you're talking about a school that's huge. They got a bunch of kids on the sideline. They got a bunch of kids that are great athletes. These are two schools I grew up playing against, honestly. Being from Rust, we play these guys every year, and it's hard to pick either one of them, honestly. But uh, I think center is the the better of the two, at least as we start week one. You know, Tatum and, – and look at the history of the starts. Tatum last year started out 0-4, and, and everybody's questioning whether they should just shut down the program or what. I don't know what y'all were worried about. but Yeah, Vince, Vince was wanting to shut Tatum down. Well – I'm sure there's some there's some schools around that would love for them to shut down too. They can get some kids from them, uh, but I think center gets the win. I think just historically, center would would be ready in week one. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good game. Honestly, looking at the picks here, it looks like we this is the closest we have in our pick. It looks like 46 people picked center and um 34 picked Tatum. So that difference is uh 12. Uh, that's the closest we have, and I picked them pick them so far. Um, Tatum is a good team. They're really a good team, but, man, center is tough. And mm-hmm. I expect for center to go on and do bigger things um, outside of 
this game. Uh, so I, I had to go with center because I'm looking for center to do something against mm-hmm. Carthage. So <laughs> yeah, that's and a pipe dream. But I gotta stay. I gotta stand with the lie. I gotta stay with it. So, and I agree. I I see this as being a a kickoff point for center to to have a showcase for a season, uh, a, a great mm-hmm. season for him. So I I expect him to go out and and uh, this to be a, a rally cry, so to speak, for the for the season. And, and I pick them. Okay. Program versus program. Tatum has a phenomenal program. When you have a good program, you don't have down years. You just reload. And sometimes you just reload. That name on your chest means a lot. You, you can have two. It doesn't matter. It's your program. Centers trying to be consistent in their program. They've always had great athletes. They do what they do. So this is a program-defining win for center. Just come out, and it's, it's not just – it's a margin of victory how much you want to, you know, that's how much they want to win. They want to set a margin of victory on their opponent. I don't want to win by a field goal. I know it's going to be a tough game, but you want to beat a tough opponent by a lot of points. That lets me know what's what my team is. That lets me know my team's focus. You know, you play tough games. Yeah, we were tough. Yeah, we you beat tough. How bad did you beat a tough team? Did you dominate a tough team? Did you win in the trenches? Did you win in all phases of the game? That's what center's going to win the game. But we want to see how well they win the game. Did they dominate the game on all fronts? Yeah. 35 to nothing is dominant. Let's do that. Okay. All right. In turn, Claire. Okay, so, with them. so both both band programs are absolutely phenomenal. Tatum Eagles, that is one of the best pro- programs that I saw last year. But center, it was great last year, but they lost probably probably 35% of their program last year with seniors. And they lost because they had 12 flutes last year and they got left with three. Mm. And so those freshmen are coming back up. Um, they might be okay. I'm not sure. But Tatum only lost probably 15% last year with it being senior. So I do have Tatum as winning that game. That is oh. phenomenal breakdown. The, the stat. I, I, I love it. I don't know when the last time somebody won when they lost nine flutes was. But <laughs> – we might I bet you, give her some time. She could probably hear that one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> base right. section is low. We got we got to get our tuba numbers up. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> All right, game nine. Uh, Gilmer hosting Chapel Hill in a uh, top five matchup of two top five teams uh, in four A. Um, we can talk all day about this one, but mm-hmm. I think Chapel Hill has got a lot coming back. They've got revenge on their mind for the seven yeah, over lackluster performance last year. And uh, they've got two guys named Stewart and Brisbane in the backfield. So I'm going with Chapel Hill in this one. What do y'all got? Well, I'm going for Chapel Hill as well. I know that's a, a shocker, but I, in everything that Brett said, but also uh, the disrespect at the end of the game, after the game that, that Gilmer kind of gave. Uh, with the attempt to plant the uh, flag in the middle of the field, and and mm. uh, and that that caused a little bit of a problem, and I know that uh, a lot of the players are going to uh, remember that, and uh, they're going to take it to them. They're, it's fresh on their mind, so uh, this is going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a, a blowout by any means, but I know that that Chapel Hill. He's going to be going after him just just for the disrespect that that was given a, a, at the 
at Bulldog Stadium last year. I'm waiting on you, Corey. Go ahead. You you oh, you, go ahead, you raise that head back. Yeah, yeah, I want to go. I want to go last. I want to go last. I want to go last. Oh, okay. I go. Uh, I'm going for Chapel Hill, but I pick Gilmer. Oh, I pick Gilmer. Okay, can we turn him off? Events. Thank you for playing. I'm I'm tough. I'm tough on my Chapel Hill team, but it's because I love them. You know, sometimes you got to say the hard stuff. You know, we got to clean up turnovers, and and some of that is mistakes. Uh, Gilmer did a really good job last year at capitalizing on those mistakes, but ultimately, between these two teams, they both did not play their best game. And Gilmer was able to come out on top. Um, I think, like Whitman said, Gil, uh, Chapel Hill is going to be looking for revenge. And I hope they come out and, and just stomp a mud hole in. But I'm not going to be on the show and be a homer. I, I've, I've told Brayden Corey that before. I'm not going to do that. So I, I want to see how they respond. But at the same time, if I look at the the the, the – I look at all of the, the the stats and how the games went last year and stuff like that. Gilmer is a tough team to beat. That then it's not going to be easy by any means. I but, mean, but, they played Cart uh, Carthage the closest last year. But Vince, and, what's, and, what was the score at the end of, of last year's game of the Chapel Hill Gilmer game? Do you remember that one, Brad? Do you know that it, one? It was like fifty something to twenty one twenty seven. Fifty one twenty seven. Yeah. Um. So it. I mean, it. And and if you you know watching that game, remember Gilmer had a part. They had a period where they couldn't do anything. At one point, yeah. it just kind of opened up for them over time. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say I thought that Chapel Hill defense played a pretty phenomenal game. It was the first the first the, half and stuff. The yeah, seven or eight just, turnovers that happened. Yeah, yeah, they they kinda did. It just Gilmer started to pick up and and I think it was, it became too much to overcome. I mean, um, yeah. honestly, and you can ask the the coach this one. Um, you turn the ball over seven times. How many mm-hmm. games a uh, percentage are you going to win? Right. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really low. low. <laughs> and I believe the majority of the, of the <laughs> really I believe low. the majority of the, of the uh, touchdown scored in the game for Gilmer were mostly in the late third and mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Yeah. Mainly because everything was tired. And, and, and yeah, that happens when your defense is on at 90% of the game. Um, and you got to remember, hold too, like that was the. That was the first game for both of these teams. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you got to knock the rust off, you know, oh, that yeah. first week. So, yeah. again, I, I felt like watching them play, uh, especially the way Gilmer finished the year prior to last year, mm-hmm. I was like, man, they're not playing like I thought they would play. And then I'm looking at Chapel Hill thinking the same thing. They're both trying to get that rust off. And I think Gilmer just was able to, yeah. to finally wake up around that third quarter uh, like you're talking about. Uh, but again, I—I I mean, I—I'm I, gonna—I'm always gonna grade Chapel Hill hard, uh, and and um, I, but I hope I do hope they win. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I hope they win. If, if they win that game, you don't 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 mistake it, Chapel Hill. I'm gonna be right there cheering and screaming and everything else, you know. Uh, but I can't be on the show and say Chapel Hill is gonna go ten and zero. I can't do that. I can't oh, do yeah. that. I wouldn't be doing the show justice. You know. Here's the thing about it, and, and, and as I hear you guys talking, you guys are obviously a lot closer to the situation than I am. You know, you, a couple of things you guys brought up. Turnovers, is I got on my soapbox about this last week. Turnovers, yeah. 
uh, you got to give other team credit for causing turnovers. Okay. Absolutely. Um, number two is you guys basically were saying that because it was week one and Gilmer was in better shape. Okay. If I mean, if you're saying that we got tired and all of a sudden they're scoring mm-hmm. at the end, the facts are they were in better shape. I mean, truth, right? right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, and so I guess my question would be, what has changed? from year to year to make you think that's going to be different. And, and, and I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I don't know. I, I, those are the things yeah. I would think about in that situation. Ultimately, for me, here's what it comes down to. I've picked against Gilmer a bunch of times in my life, and they always prove me wrong. How many times do we think that Gilmer's the team that, all right, they're, this is a game they're going to lose, and then they win? And it's happened in the playoffs. It's happened in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And Chapel Hill is, is one of those teams also that you're like, man, I don't think they're going to be good, and then all of a sudden they're really good. I think both these teams are – really good. I think it's a great quality week one matchup. Um, pick Gilmer, and, and and I think it's – I mean, you flip a coin to me. I, I won't be surprised either way, you know. I, I think yeah, that – Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's one of those tough – and it, it's one of those tough picks to, to pick. And, it, and I actually – I spent a, a little bit looking at it. I mean, it didn't – it wasn't a, a homer pick or, or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. a quick pick. It was a – oh, crud, because I watched both of them in a playoff last year. Right. And And – um, you know, I was at, at uh, you know, Mother Francis Stadium when Gilmer played their playoff games and I watched Chapel Hill. So, yeah, it was it's a tough pick. And so it is up in the air on on which one is which, because you're right. Both of them are high caliber football teams. It depends on which one shows up. For sure. Is it is it the first team? You know, is it that team? But you have, you know a more mature team this year in Chapel Hill. You have a more mature quarterback and, and running back than you had last year. The same ones, granted, but they're a little bit more mature. So maybe it's something that'll that'll make a difference. I don't know. No, but that's will. a factor that was taken in. 100% will make a difference. It makes a huge difference for those guys to be back. I don't know if those guys – was last year their first year as a varsity quarterback and running back? No. Uh, they, they played it was actually their second. They okay. were both well, freshmen, and, and that was their sophomore. their first four year. year. Yeah, okay. Okay. So that that's a big deal. That's probably the, yeah. the first huge game they played in, yes. right? I mean, even week one, it's a big deal. And one of the things we haven't really talked about week one, Corey mentioned this a minute ago about there's no film, but also teams are also notorious for in week one, we don't want to show anything that we may show down the road either. So yeah. there's two two parts of that, right? And one is this is the first time people are going to get film of you, so what are you willing to not show? What is your goal? You know, when mm-hmm. we did the Brook Hill show this week, Brett and I talked, heard Coach Ryle say that, we're trying to prepare for it later now. So if you're trying to prepare for later now, as opposed to winning a game now, right, which is important, you're going to approach that whole thing differently too. And I think that's something we haven't really talked about or taken into consideration yet is right. I'm still not going to open it up because if I lose my week one game, it doesn't – I mean, yeah, we want to win, but – I don't want to show my hand. Yeah, I'm not going to do it at the expense yeah. of being prepared for later. And, and that could come into play with both – because both these right. teams are going to be there in, in you know Thanksgiving and December. Yeah, I agree. All right, Corey, I'm interested to see I, what you got to say. I've watched – I went back and I watched a lot of a lot of Gilmer Chapel Hill tape, not just on purpose, but a lot of some of those games online. You can watch them. It's consistency over talent, and I think Gilmer's more consistent. They – they the kids know what to expect. They don't get rattled. Fourth quarter, we're down by two touchdowns. Those kids make plays. You win championships, championships. I've always said championships in the details. Like, what do you do? Like, everybody can block. What? No, but can you block? Can you? And it's when it's fourth quarter, and you need a forty-eight toss. Can you block a forty-eight toss to perfection? They do that. 
if you need a turnover, they do that. They get they make big plays. Those kids make big plays. Consistency. They're never flustered. I've never I've watched, I don't know how I've watched maybe 10, 12 games. There have been teams that have been in the game against Gilman. Third quarter, all of a sudden they just start separating. They get a play, they get a steal, they get a pick, they get a rip. Probably one of the best defensive line units in East Texas. Watch them. They disrupt the defensive line. They disrupt the offensive line. Talent-wise, Chapel Hill may have better talent, running back, wide receiver, quarterback. They're just they. You give them a baton, and it's it's to the house, right? What can mm-hmm. Chapel Hill do to win the game? Okay, you have to, and this is what probably Coach Reardon is thinking to himself. There's this is it. And I've used this analogy before. Once you start a program. You start baking the cake, put all your ingredients together, you put it in the oven. By the time that fifth year is out, you should be serving people pieces of cake. This is when they want to give Gilmer a piece of cake. Like everything is to the point where we've completed, like this is what this is our best. Like this is this is our this is everything I put together. I put my methods, my my, my everything I put together in my program. This is it. I'm giving it to you right now. This is not I'm gonna say my best shot, but this is our program. This, this is a defining program game for Chapel Hill. You, you go to Gilmer, you get a win, you tap them on the chin, and you say, you know what, this is what it's like. I don't want a 48-41 to 41 win. I want a 38-nothing blowout. I want, I, I, want, I, I want them to know that, hey, they came here. But that's the mentality that you have to go to when you play teams like that. You can't go hoping to win. Mm-hmm. You can't go, well, I expect – you have to play with an expectation to win. You're more talented than they are. You have to play the entire game, and you got to play angry every time. I heard Coach Ridden say something last year: "Play to the brink of insanity. Play to the brink of insanity, but play under control. Like if that doesn't fire you up, I mean, come on. So Corey, like, you, you come on. That's, so, who's that's your, like, so who's your pick, Corey? Of course, I'm going with CH. Okay. <laughs> also going with CH. Right. But, I, but at the same time, I like I said, it's a program defining game. I want them to play. I want them to play that way. Like and like uh, <clears throat> like Keith said, yeah, they want to plant that flag. <laughs> hey, you better be glad I'm not coaching that locker room. You better be mm. glad I'm not coaching that locker room. You better. That was I, actually I, news I, to me. I, I didn't. I'm, I didn't know nothing about that. Every time they do it, they plant that flag. You gotta, you gotta understand. They like to plant that flag, and you better be glad I'm not in that locker room. That's, that's all I'm saying. And if if that's my unit, that's my. Hey, anyway, let's go. Let's go. All right, intern Claire, give us give us what you got. So, as the great Taylor Swift once said, "There is nothing I do better than revenge." Um, I know that because I've got friends that were at Chapel Hill last year. They're looking for revenge. They they want to win this game. Um, and I like Gilmer's band. I like them a lot. Um, but I respect Chapel Hill's band program better. I know how hard they work. Uh, I'm really good friends with their drum majors. Uh, Miss Victoria Clayton, my favorite clarinet ever. And I hate the clarinet. But I know how hard they work. They were out there for six days straight band camp on that pavement um not even on the field and i just i know how hard they work 
And I know how hard those Chapel Hill boys work. I'm seeing it on all of their Snapchat stories and stuff. All of them in the locker room. I just know they're kicking their tails. And um, they're, they're going to get this dub. I know they are. All right. All right. Game 10. Um, you know, this game used to have a lot more suspense to me. Uh, Kilgore Carthage, you know, about 10, about 10 years ago, you say years Kilgore ago, yeah. Carthage, and you're and like, it was like, this is going to be yeah. a classic. You know, who's going to yeah. win this one? But, you know, fast forward 10 years, and Carthage is just demolishing folks. Like, you know, uh, they have some games that are going to challenge them on their schedule this year. This is not one of them. I think they're going to handle Kilgore pretty handily. Uh, what do you guys got? I'm going to ask you guys this question. What schools could they be playing that would make you think about who would win the game? Carthage? In East Texas, yeah. Pleasant Grove and Silsby are my two. In the, in, of course, they're kind of edged. They're on the edge. They're in Region 3. They wouldn't play them until State. Those are the two teams that I could see competing with Carthage, and if Carthage doesn't have their game, they could they could be knocked off. Well, I don't Texas high. Well, Texas high is five A. He said any team is state. Oh, okay. I, I was going four A on their division, is what uh, I was. No, either well, way, like, I mean, anybody in East Texas has got to be an upper class. Yeah, right. Uh, they're going to win the game. They're going to win it big time. Last year was forty-five to ten. Um, Man, but it is it is kind of sad how far Kilgore's fallen off. I mean, that you're right. That was a program that was gosh, they played in the they played in the semifinals or finals what late early 2000. Well, you know, and, like, the, and the thing is, and the thing is, Jeremy, they've still played in the regional final the last two years. Chapel Hill and, and Kilgore have matched up in that that game, but it's just like this: the Kilgore of old is just they would have been more competitive against the Carthages of the world. Well, and and. You know, you, you just kind of know what their ceiling is now, and that used to not be the case, you know. And, um, mm-hmm. But Carthage wins a game. I, You know, and this is almost a freebie for the pick on this. If you lose one, you're going to get one back with this one. Unless yeah. so, there are some Kilgore picks on the pick if I'm not mistaken, right? Like, they're, yeah. there's three. 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 That's sad to maybe, me. Maybe, that, maybe, maybe they're new to East Texas. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they've never been here before. <laughs> Well, I, I, I'm, I'm with everybody else. Oh well, could I'm, be, could be y'all two were coaches. Carthage is gonna, yeah, Carthage is gonna do it. I, I don't see anything or anyone, and like Coach said, I don't see anybody that can that could take them. Uh, they're dominant. They've always been dominant. Uh, I don't see that changing anytime soon, uh, barring you know natural catastrophe. But they're they're a dominant program. I think we said it earlier. Program versus program and Carthage program outdoes any program that I've seen. So Carthage takes this one to the house. I pick Carthage. I mean, it, it ain't, we don't even talk about why it's just Carthage. <laughs> <laughs> it's Carthage. The name so. is synonymous with winning. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did pick Carthage, but at the same time, We've hinted at this. Carthage may not be the same Carthage that they used to be. You know, I think they don't, they're not, not, they don't have the same fanfare. You know, this, it's okay to mm-hmm. take a notch down a little bit. You know, they may not be as dominant, but, I mean, you still go undefeated. You, you're still great. But this is an opportunity for Kilgore to kind of, hey, we ain't, you know, we ain't, we ain't going to be pushed over a little bit. We, we could, mm-hmm. They could come out and surprise somebody. 
you know, they, they've got a nice nice little secondary, a nice D1 secondary guy back there in the back. And, you know, like I said, no tape on him. This is, this is got a nice, you know, D1 prospect offensive lineman. You know, offensive line is good. You, This is an opportunity for him. Do I think I they're going to win? I think, no. I think the score could be closer, Corey, than last year. Yeah, I think. like I said, they can compete. They can, they can make it tough for Carthage and not be – because I guarantee they're not going to come out there and be like, oh, you beat us 48 to 10 last time. Well, this year mm-hmm. is only going to be 38 to 10. You know, it could be something like that. You know, but I, I'm still picking Carthage, but I, Kilgore may come out and surprise some teams. Nah, no chance. Here, here's the thing. There is film on Carthage. It's from AT&T Stadium in December from, like, however many years, right? Like, <laughs> I, listen, they don't have a chance. Like, yeah. like here, here's the thing. Here's why the Carthage – here's why people believe Carthage is down because we don't hear about it anymore. Like, it's just – it's just what happens now. It's kind of like the sun coming up. We don't know. Maybe we should, but we don't all wake up in the morning and go, man, look at the sun. It came up again today. Like, we just know it's going to happen. And now you look yep. up and it's December, and it's like, hey, look, Carthage is here again. Who didn't know that was going to happen? And, you know, I'm just wow. saying. I, yeah. well, they lost half their starters. So, uh, if they're, if someone's going to get them, though, maybe early, just finding, you know, finding their way. It seems like Carthage gets better as the season goes. So, if you don't catch them early, then. Well, for sure. But we could write a book about how many times they've lost half their starters and been back in Arlington. It's still I mean, at least, right at least you know, every three or four years, they lose players. Somebody. Yeah, for sure. And You've got a good offensive right. line and a good defensive line. You're, gonna, you're probably going to hang about eight to ten wins on somebody. Yeah. You can run in December. You can run in December and you can rush the quarterback. You have a chance. All right. Intern Claire, were you one of those three that picked Kilgore? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Even she knows the band don't matter yeah. in this one, baby. The band don't matter in this one. She knows. <laughs> Oh, no, Kilgore's band is not that good. Um, Carthage's Carthage's band last year was absolutely killer. It was so good. Um, They played Queen City, which is like a a big chunk of music, not like the little piece of music that they play at the beginning. Um, But we also played Queen City last year. Um, And in order for us to know how they were, like, how to play it, we literally just listened to Carthage play it. So we know how good they are. We know how good they can be. Um, they didn't lose a bunch of seniors last year, and um, but they did gain a bunch of freshmen. Um, so I'm thinking Carthage's band is um, probably going to win state this year. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. So they're um, going to they're going to double up. They're going to take yeah. state band and state. Yeah. Now they're, they're, they're the answer yeah. to best combined program. Then there we go. They're, now their FFA program best but uh we're talking about bands and football yeah yeah but they're pretty good so i've got carthage winning that game along with 76 other people i never go for a school that has gray or silver tubers always gold i don't like the silver tubers <laughs> i don't like those hmm. always gold all right so those gold are our <laughs> those are our victims anybody got some final thoughts about uh week one i think it's going to be an interesting one yeah, it, it'll be a good week. It, for all the reasons we mentioned, I think the fact that it is week one, there's no film, everybody's had time to prepare. The new excitement, there's no – everybody's 0-0 until Thursday night. And, yeah, everybody's uh, undefeated. We, we talked about this. High school kids are, are crazy creatures when they have confidence, right? And uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. There'll be a lot of, you know, half the, half the state's 0-1 after Friday. Just hope everybody stays safe with this heat. Yeah. Man, it's real. Yeah, it's, supposed to get, it's supposed to be, again, over 100 all week. Make sure everybody gets our app, the NetSN app. It's available on both the Android and the Apple Store. Um, also, we have our 
stuff onto the website. So netisin.live, you can go check out all that. If you're not able to go to a game, we will have a couple of games on our uh, app and website. We'll have the audio-only version of the Chapel Hill Gilmer game on our YouTube channel. Also, we'll have a link for the Texan Live version. It has the video. Um, our our friends from Center uh, have joined our network, and we'll, so we'll have the Center Tatum game on our YouTube channel as well. So we'll have some games there for you guys that aren't able to make it. Or you're at another game, you just want to check it out uh, while you're at that game. So, uh, But make sure you let everyone know about uh, where you heard about this at netsn.live. Um, that's going to do it for our first episode of the Beast from the East podcast, week one. Uh, for Jeremy, Vince, intern Claire, Keith, and Corey, we'll catch you next time right here on the Northeast Texas Sports Network. Not everybody. Peace. Have you sustained a bone joint work or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.